Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning, welcome back. Hour three of the Donna and Steve show on my talk 1071, everything entertainment. Hey, Dee Dee. Hey, Steve. This is, um, this is like really been bothering me, this Sandra Bullock story. Oh, so tragic and so sudden. And so sad. It's just, you know, and such a young guy. We're talking about uh, the passing of Brian Randall, who was the partner of Sandra Bullock. Her kids called him dad. Um, hmm. They He passed away from ALS at the age of 57. She called him the love of her life. And now it's being revealed, you know, people are doing the, you know, publications are doing the looking back at an interview she did maybe two years ago where she said, you know, she was going to step away for a while. And most people just assumed it was kind of a reset, you know, when in fact she was stepping away to take care of him uh, who was suffering from ALS and uh, she told CBS Sunday morning, I just want to be at home Um, I've always been running, running to the next thing, and I want to be present and responsible for one thing. And uh, she said, I don't know what a while is. Um, I don't know what that is right now, meaning how long she'd be away. And it makes perfect sense looking at, you know, what happened. It's just so sad. People are saying they're gutted for her. Um, She kept her circle very tight. I think they were... um, she has a place, I think, in Malibu, but they were staying in Beverly Hills, and that's where he was being cared for. And she got to the point where she wouldn't let anyone in the house, mm. is what you're hearing. Which, again, is understandable when you have someone you know suffering from that horrific disease. Um, so it's just you know sad for her kids, his family. Just it'll be interesting to see um, when she decides to speak, you know, because mm-hmm. so far we haven't really heard anything from her. Yeah. Yeah. It's just really sad. And it sounds like her agents at CAA um, tried to do as best they could with just like not spilling any of that mm-hmm. information info out to anybody that could run with it. And then. Because once that gets out, then all of then you have to deal with all these the circus crappy tabloid headlines and wanting to profit off of just a really you know tragic situation, terrible situation that you're going through. Yeah, bravo to them for being able to keep this under wraps. 
Yeah. You know, I know she's good friends with Ryan Reynolds and his wife. And there were some other names mentioned. I know Octavia Spencer is a good friend also of Sandra Bullock's. And um can't remember who the other couple is, but, you know, they just were. Oh, I know who it is. Um, Josh Holloway and his wife, Jessica, were um, part of that close knit group. But. Mm. Sad, sad. Yeah. Um, but that explains why she's, you know, we haven't really seen her. Yeah. Even in public very much. Right. right. Yeah. She was kind of missing for two, not missing, but, you know, out it's of the like spotlight. It's like spring of last year is the last time she was, she was, when she was at the red carpet for the Lost City with Channing Tatum. That was yeah. March of 22. So, yeah, a year and a half. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, another story, it looks like, oh, I had a link for this. Massive crowds filled the streets in Ireland for Sinead O'Connor's hmm. uh, funeral procession, which I think is lovely. Um, this was in, I believe, I believe we're talking Dublin. And hmm. I, I see Bono was there. Um, it just, I mean, it just looks like crazy thousands gathered for her funeral. Hmm. Yeah, like a full, it looks like a full procession that's happening here in these pictures on TMZ. And just people alongside both of the streets and trying to pay their respects any way that they can. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That's another sad story. And it stopped right in front of her former home for a few minutes Mm. before continuing to her burial site. Beautiful. Hmm. Yeah. Feel bad for her and her family too, the kids. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Do you have any good news? Uh, yes, but it has to do with Oppenheimer, which has to do with World War II. Okay. Take what we can get, I suppose. Oppenheimer is now the most uh, successful World War II movie ever. Is it really? Yeah. The most successful World War II movie in history. It is now past Dunkirk, another Christopher Nolan movie. That was good. It has also passed... Um, Saving Private Ryan as well. Wow. Now, those numbers aren't adjusted for inflation, so, you know, do with that what you will. But still, very, very successful. So the we've heard a lot of successes about Barbie and topping different milestones, including a billion dollars at the box office, first Mm -hmm. ever billion-dollar box office movie directed by a female. Um, And now we're just hearing more and more accolades for Chris Nolan. He good time to be him he's got to feel good like is anybody gonna will they see the three hour long movie about the guy who made the atomic bomb it's a biopic well enough people go it's rated r well, it turns out a lot of people have so how about schindler's list that was not one of the top two wow although then the uh there was a question that was with this article in the morning brew that said what's the best one Forget about what's made the most money. What's the best World War II movie? They threw two out to start the conversation. One was Schindler's List. I've not seen Schindler's List. It's very hard to watch. $322 million, by the way, for okay. Schindler's mm-hmm. List. The other was Inglorious Bastards, which they threw out, which I did see that. I've not seen all of Tarantino's stuff. I've seen maybe three or four of his movies. That I was captivated by. I thought that movie was so never saw it. Well told. It was a it was it was good. Tarantino does a lot of his mm-hmm. violence. He likes 
the he likes to watch blood splatter in slow motion and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, you got to bear in mind that if that you have a taste for that or not. But it was it was good. And Christoph Waltz, mm-hmm. the opening scene of that movie, there are Jews who are hiding under the floorboard in a home. I think I've seen a little bit of this. Yeah, and he comes and is questioning the homeowners course asking if they have any jewish people there and he's walking back and forth and you keep going from christoph waltz's point of view and up on top of the floor Uh, and then you go back down under the floor peering through the floorboards as his shoes come right over top of you oh my god you know mom and dad and kids and you're trying to keep everybody quiet i i mean just can you even imagine it is it is a chilling scene that's a great word for it it's 11 11, make a wish. There's okay. my good news. Okay? All right. Thank you. All right. I'm making my wish. Hold on. All right. I'm good. Uh, all right. When we come back, let's uh, study a little bit, shall we? Yeah, let's do that. Donna found out what the peak time for dinner is. Like, when do Americans gather around yeah. the table? This is the peak time for it. She figured that out. Oh, and two thirds of people do this when watching TV. I, I find it very um, distracting. Particularly if you don't need them. Yeah. Do some people just like to make things messy? Great question, Steve. We'll tell you what we're talking about when we return. It's Donna and Steve on my talk. Hey, guys, it's Donna for Bradshaw and Bryant, where justice for the injured is a slogan that that they use. um, And it's not just a slogan, actually. They say it's the reason they're attorneys, because they know people need... Uh, an attorney who's going to fight for their rights. And at Bradshaw and Bryant, they believe they can achieve justice for their clients, give you the best legal representation possible. If you have suffered from a personal injury as the result of an accident, you really do need to contact an attorney as soon as you can. You can contact Mike Bryant at Bradshaw and Bryant. He'll set up a free consultation and... You don't have to worry about things like the cost because it doesn't cost you anything, A, like I said, to meet to discuss your case. And then the attorneys, they're only going to get paid if there is an actual settlement. For so many years, Mike Bryant has been named a super lawyer by his peers. Plus, he's been named among Minnesota's top personal injury lawyers by Minnesota Law and Politics. You can find him today very simply by going to Minnesota personalinjury.com Ladies and gentlemen, now coming to the stage, give it up for Minnesota's radio legend not in the Broadcasting Hall of Fame which we say foul on that Donna Valentine Thank you You should be in that no, don't. I don't. You no, should be I don't in want to that. Don't, I don't need that. No, I That's am calling out the Minnesota Broadcasters no. Hall of Fame right now. No, there's other many more worthy individuals. Well, and remember, they. I, and I don't want to make a speech, and then I don't want to have to decide which two people I invite in my life. I don't need the. I don't need the stress. Me and Mus. <laughs> Come on. Not bad. You should be in the Minnesota Broadcasters Hall of Fame. I'm going to go. Donna, don't do this. Uh, they reached out to me last year, and I was all excited. I saw the email come through, and my first thought was, long overdue, but I'm happy to be recognized. And then uh, <laughs> and then I read the rest of it, and it said, uh, we would like you to, to MC." Oh, that's nice. Yeah. That's lovely. I don't think they normally have an MC, do they? Maybe they do. I don't know. It's someone who they see who doesn't have the trajectory to ever be on the stage for any other reason. And they're like, yeah, bring him in. Good call. Yeah, he's never been nominated for any award, much less won any, ever. 
Never. Okay, yeah, it'd be yeah, great. Yeah, bring them in. Studies have shown that... Medic- studies have shown that the microbial... Several long-term studies have shown... They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown... And here with their findings, our study buddies... The perfect nerd couple... Donna and Steve. Uh, were you just thinking about... I'm adding... I'm, I'm doing... 92. Is that when you arrived in yeah. Minnesota? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you, we're at 31 years... Yeah, I guess just here. Yeah. Just in the Twin Cities. Yeah. And then you did, what, around eight years of other stuff before that? Yeah. Not eight, but yeah. Okay. Yeah, thanks for asking. Oh, yeah, you should do it. What time do you eat dinner? Do I? You don't just, you don't just go, hi, everybody. <laughs> I'm here to just it. do it. I'm nominating myself. Oh. I accept. Um, that would be funny. Pause. That would be funny. <laughs> if we had a ceremony of people who think they should be in the Hall of Fame, who would show up on the stage? Ah, you know, funny. Um, I have. I like to have a dinner. I like it's me, Mario, around six. Okay, all right. But I can go as late as nine thirty if need be. Really? Sure. Oh, I would never eat that late. All right, all right. Interesting. Mike, dinner time. Um, exactly. I mean, I'd say like the six, 637. Okay. okay. I'll give you exact time. Okay. 637. Okay. That's pretty reasonable. Mm-hmm. The peak time for dinner for Americans is 619 p.m. Hmm. Sounds awesome. about right. Pennsylvania has the earliest dinner time at 537, followed by Maine at 540. Huh. How about the latest? Texas and Mississippi average start time 7.02. Still pretty in the ballpark, right? I don't know. I feel like 5.30 to 6.30 feels like more sense. I think once you have dinner and it's 7, there's a 7 as the first number on that hour. It's starting to feel... A little late? A little late. Okay. A little bit late. In the summer, I think we push it back a little more because it's lighter longer. Ask me when I eat. Okay. Thanks for bringing this study, Donna. You know, you haven't answered, though. When do you eat? Oh, thanks for asking. Um, no follow-up questions. Shut <laughs> <laughs> up, everybody. I eat, early. I eat early, and I stop eating early. Like, okay, so be more specific. Between 4.30 and 5.15. Is when you have dinner. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I sound like an, you know. I used to make fun of someone in my family. We'd be like, oh, so-and-so has to have their dinner at four. I get it now. Now, what's surprising, listen, I'm hungry for dinner often earlier than 5.30. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. 30 or 6 o'clock. Don't get me wrong, right? Pappy can eat. Say hey. Hi. But I then want to eat again. Look, if I eat at 445... I'm gonna want like a second dinner situation at around seven. Well, do you? But you, you have the ability to just. I might snack, like a healthy snack, not while I'm on my program, but yeah, I would have like a little. I don't know, maybe cheese and crackers and hummus. May I confess something? Please. Last week, it was late at night, and I was like, I'm kind of hungry right now, and so I got. Lou had just purchased these, I think, Tostitos, lime mm, those tortilla are good. chips. Yeah, those are really good. Let me tell you what you don't need with them. Anything. Anything. Oh, my gosh. I agree. I, I want to lick the chip. Yeah. I want to lick it. I don't need salsa. I don't need guac. I need nothing. I just had them straight up in a, over the span of two nights. I It was a good, it was a full, big, tall bag. And I ate it all. I left just like one one eighth of it at the base layer. Mm. And then, of course, when you sort of even forgot that you committed that sin, then you hear a voice come from the pantry. <gasps> Did you eat all of these? Oh, I just got them. Yeah. That doesn't sound like something I would do. I can't even imagine what your food bill is. It's a lot. And it's going to continue to be I a lot as your kids hustles. grow. Yeah. yeah. I am trying to stay ahead of this situation. Food is a lot. Everything, like we said, everything. Everything's a lot. Everything's at least eight bucks. Oh, my God. Eight bucks, five, you know, the bag of whatever, romaine or salad mix? Yeah. Usually falls between like three twenty nine. When it's expensive, it's like four forty something. Yeah. Five forty nine. See? What are we doing? What do you, what do you want? You want that big bag of beef jerky? Great. We have installments. You can play in four easy <laughs> payments of nine ninety nine. That bag of beef jerky is yours. What the hell with beef jerky? How expensive is it to dehydrate stuff? Why is it so much? I don't know. Coffee is expensive. So expensive. So expensive. Everything's expensive. What's the only cheap thing you can get anymore? Some places do bananas, like 20 cents a banana. Yeah, bananas. I like that. Yeah. Tuna's still pretty good. Is it? pretty cheap. Yeah, still what you expect. Five cans for five bucks, whatever. Oh, really? Yeah. I only eat a certain kind of tuna. I will not eat. Okay, and what does the queen eat? Kirkland brand, <laughs> albacore. It's amazing. It's so good. It's high quality. Thank you. You remind me of my Uncle Wally. We are on a cruise ship, and they said uh, well, chocolate cake is one of our desserts. And all I remember is he then started pressing this waiter on what kind of cake is it, though? Can you be more, you know, you got one of these people at your table. What kind of cake is it? Can you be more specific? And then he goes through and he reveals, well, I like Duncan Hines. And it's like, okay, don't oh! act like you're highfalutin. So now you're in the Wally category. I, I only encourage I can't, Brown. no. Once you find something you like, it's really hard to go back. I don't want Star Kissed. I want Kirkland, baby. Thank you. In oil or water? Always water. Of course. Anything. I'm just saying. Donna, don't. You're you're being a little bit bitey today. Oh, I'm Donna. Steve. Donna. <laughs> oh, I'll just leave it at that. By the way, the thing that people do with TV, 
their TVs. 66% of people say they turn their TV subtitles on, at least occasionally. Foreign film, there's no other reason. Hard of hearing. Hearing impaired, that's sure. The, well, that's the main reason, of course. Otherwise, what let's are we not doing? clog up the screen. Because then I, I'm like, why don't we just read this book then? Let's not watch the movie. Let's just read this aloud. We're going to leave. All we right. know our show's not great today. Hey, it's Rocco for Crescent Tide Cremation Services. I talk about Crescent Tide every day because uh, one time I made a radio ad for them. My mom heard it. She listens. Hey, mom. And she thought, you know what? All those things you were saying about Crescent Tide, about how all they do is simple cremations. It's very inexpensive. They're easy to work with. They don't try to trick you into anything. I'm going to go see if that's true. Turns out it was. She went in, had a sit down with Lisa. She brought in some friends because she was kind of nervous. Like, what if this isn't what they say? Nope, it was exactly what they said. And uh, my mom signed up and it's all buttoned up. So when it is her time, my sister and I don't have to stress about it. It's not just pre-paying and pre-planning like my mom did. And you can look at the reviews online. I know Grant's godmother just texted saying, yes, there was a death in the family and Crescent Tide came through. They're good people over there, Lisa and Verlin. It's a small St. Paul family business. CrescentTide.com Simple cremation start at just $800. We're back. It's Wednesday. It's that time. We're going to play a little game. Time to play. Voice. Anyway. Your host. Zamboni. Play a little whose voice is it anyway? You know the rules by now. It's basically name that tune, bit of note, but uh, with voices from celebrities. There'll be an overall uh, clue, kind of a theme for the day, and then each voice will have its own individual little hint for these two. They'll go back and forth and bid on uh, how many seconds it'll take them to get the correct uh, celebrity voice. If they get it correct in the bid that they uh, said, they're going to get the point. If they don't, their opponent will get the point. We play to uh to race up to two or potentially the tie break. It's eleven to eight. Donna holds the Woo! lead overall in this game. <laughs> yeah, she's doing good. She's doing good in Thanks, this game. Thanks, man. Thanks, man. Yeah, she bro. is, but Steve did get the win last time. Yeah, yeah that was and good. we'll see if he can continue his winning ways. Today's overall theme is long running TV shows. Mm. Long running oh, yeah. TV shows. Oh. That's the overall theme. And again, each one will have their own little hint. I got to flip a coin here uh. to see who's going to go first. Uh, go ahead and uh, call it. Heads. It is still flipping. Oh, it is heads. Yeah, All right. Let's go. You finally changed it and got it right. That's, All right. Good That's a good omen for me. So you're going to start the bidding here for our first voice. Again, I'm going to give you that little hint. A long-running TV shows the overall theme. And your first hint... Also successful business person. Also I, successful business person. I can name that voice in eight seconds. I can name that voice in seven seconds. I can name that voice in five seconds. I knew you were going to do that. Wow. You're so obvi. <laughs> uh, how many did you say? Five? Five. Uh Okay, name that voice. I feel very confident. I don't know why. I feel good. She is going to let him have it. Again, long-running TV shows, the overall theme. Also, successful business person is our category for, or I should say our hint for this first voice. Steve, you got to name this voice in five seconds. Are you ready to try it? I'm ready. All right. Well, then, Steve, name this voice. It's never, ever been even 
I mean, it's funny. That's not even a question that we would. <gasps> oh, yeah. Oh, shoot. No. <laughs> Don't say it. From the Yo. first. No. I could have done Yo. that. I could have done that with a one second. Yo. If we had been pushed to one second. Don't do it. Here, here's, here's a guy who is very successful as a business person. Yes. Due largely to the acquisition of his tequila brand, nah. Casamigos. Boo. In addition to his <sighs> portrayal as Booker on Roseanne. The Hot Doctor on ER, and then a bunch of other stuff. George Clooney! Dr. Ross, George Clooney. Nicely done, Steve. Took a little victory lap there while he waited to give that answer, but uh, able to get that first one correct. Again, he, uh, I think he made like $11 million off of uh, ER, and then I think he's now worth like a half a billion. Unbelievable. He's doing pretty well. Unbelievable. Good for him. Doing pretty well. He gave a million dollars. To each of his friends. Remember, they came over to dinner, and uh, and he had a briefcase at each of the places at the dinner table. And I think it was maybe nine or ten people. And then they all opened it up. It was a million dollars in cash. He had already paid the taxes on all of it. It was all taken care of. Just to say, you guys have been along for the ride. Thank you. Isn't that cool? See what he's doing, Mike? What? Yeah. He's like planting seeds. Well, if you stuff, have to yeah. uh, live through all of the pranks that George Clooney plays, I think <laughs> yeah. that's probably worth it. That's right. <laughs> he used to send, I think he, didn't he steal like Bill Clinton stationery and was sending like letters saying, I really loved you in this movie as Bill Clinton. <laughs> yeah, oh, there was a story funny. about that. So that's great. All right, let's move on to our second voice again. Steve has mm-hmm. the 1-0 lead. If he gets this one right, we'll have to go to the one second. But here we go. Second voice. Long running TV shows. Uh, your hint for the second one. Many other roles as well. That's just your little hint, little little taste. Many other roles as well. Okay, I can name that voice in seven seconds. <sighs> I can name that voice in six seconds. I can name that voice in five seconds. Hmm. Hmm. Name that voice, Donna. Name that voice. All right. Our overall theme for today, long-running TV shows, the second voice, the hint, many other roles as well. Donna. Yes. You've got five seconds. You ready to do this? Yes. All right. Well, then, Donna, name this voice. As a whole, don't know how to write women. Therefore, you, you have to put that in yourself. And I think that is uh, Angela Lansbury. You're darn wow. right it is. Yay. Nicely done. Steve. That was Woo-hoo. very good, Donna. Thank would, you. Got, would you have gotten that one, Steve? I don't think so. No, mm-hmm. no, no. All right. Donna. So just Thank like you. that, we're all knotted up. One apiece, of course, Murder, She Wrote, and then basically like 112 other different things. It was crazy. How about the uh, Chip's mother, right, mm-hmm. in uh, Beauty and the Beast? A tale as old as time. That's all right. An actual recording of Angela. <laughs> <laughs> you guys ready to give this third voice? This is ready. it. This is Go. going to decide the winner here today for whose voice is it anyway. Long running TV shows, the overall theme. And uh, let's go. This one's going to decide it. Your category, your little hint for this one fits the category a couple times. Fits the category a couple times. This is going to be Steve's opportunity to bid first. I can name that voice in eight seconds. I can name that voice in seven seconds. I can name that voice in five seconds. I can name that voice in four seconds. Hmm. All right, hang on. Give me a minute to think about this here. Four seconds. 
fits the category. Multiple times, okay. A couple of times. A couple of times. Mm -hmm. I can name that voice in three seconds. Wow! Name that voice! Wow! Aggressive, I I love it. I got a, yeah, my Teddy KGB. (laughs) I'm I'm channeling, this is for the kids out there. All right. To take a chance in Uh, life. Again, just setting the stage here. Donna Valentine has the 11 to 8 lead in Whose Voice Is It Anyway? She was able to get a win last time, being very aggressive today, trying to get yet another W. George Clooney started us off. Angela Lansbury, the second voice. They are one for one heading into this final voice to decide it. Three seconds. The the hint was fits the category multiple times. Or or, or a couple couple of times. times. The overall theme was long-running TV shows Mm -hmm. and the... Little hint for this third voice fits the category a couple times. Okay. And you only have three seconds. <clears throat> Let's See, do this. We're going to find out right now if you can. Our final voice for whose voice is it anyway? You've got three seconds to name this voice. I'm always told me that my brother did better than I did in the IQ test. Oh gosh. Oh gosh. That mm. doesn't even sound familiar at all. My brother did better than me in the IQ test. Mm. Okay, there's something in there. Let's see here. Mm. I have a feeling. Oh gosh. Mm. I really screwed the pooch here. <laughs> Wait, we should probably retire that saying, huh? I've never heard that before. So. <laughs> You've never heard that? Uh-uh. It's better than the term it's derived from. Mm. Oh, okay. Yikes. Sorry, I said it. I'll have a um, backup story if you want. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's see. I have to uh, hazard a guess here. Yeah. Um, oh, gosh. I will say I have nothing. I, I, don't, I, I have nothing. I have no guess. You had nothing in your head when you went three seconds? No. Okay, cool. No, I didn't have one in the bag. Yeah, where Got I said, it. I, I bet thought you maybe like, you were, but... Can we hear, ah, can sorry. We hear yes, a little more? Of course, the MyTalks will get a chance to hear it as well and play along here once the pressure's off and we can hear more of the voice. By the way, Donna, congratulations. You're the winner today. Yeah, Very good, Donna. Woo, Let's go ahead you. and hear more of this voice. My mom always told me that my brother did better than I did in the IQ. Ashton Kutcher? Yes, Absolutely, yes, Ashton yeah. Kutcher. That's, that's what I had written down here. Oh, nice. good job. But, yeah, I was like, huh, I don't know. Oh, no. She didn't need to get it right because Donna bit, or excuse me, Steve bit it and got it wrong, so she was the winner either way, but just showing off a little bit. Donna with the win. Whoa. Congratulations. Now, there's no two, there's no one second. Oh, there still is. We can do, I mean. Let's do, can we do we, the one? The, the yeah. one second? Yeah, the one second only comes into play if one of you takes a 2-0 lead. Yeah. If one of you takes a 2-0 lead, the one second can then allow the other person to get back to into tie the game up. to tie it up. We do yeah. have a one second clip here, and I will allow both of you to play it. By the way, Donna moves to 12 wins in this game. 12 to 8 is where it sits now. Here's your one second would-be clue if needed. And oh, by the way, the category for this one, or the hint for this one, two rolls 30 years apart. <gasps> Two roles, 30 years apart. Here you go. It was a wonderful place to work. Oh. Oh, one second. Steve. Steve. Tom Selleck? You would have nailed it with Tom oh, Selleck. And we end up doing about nine of them. I know. There you go. Oh, cute. Oh, good game. Good, good game. Thanks, Way Mike. to go, Mike. Yes. Thanks for compiling nice all those job. voices. Of course. It's super fun. Love it. Yay. All right. What, oh, Steve? Man. I said that was fun. Was it? Yeah. It was fun. Things can't be fun anymore. They could be fun. Can we go back to two-thirds of people watching TV with subtitles on? People are, are talking about it in our email. Do they watch it with their subtitles? They're, they're defending that people, if you're watching a British show, 
Yeah, sometimes it's hard. Sometimes it feels like you need to. I would agree with that. Even sometimes during the crown, the accents were so thick. But I would say it confuses me when people have it on their TV all the time. It's such a distraction. Mike, where do you fall on this? I I needed it for Game of Thrones. But again, that's with the super heavy accents. And then also the names, too. It's so much easier to Um, follow because there are so many names that are similar in Game of Thrones. But if you can see them spelled out, then it's easier to follow for me personally. But yes, if if it's a show you don't have any accent issues or whatever yes take them off okay cody emails and says we have subtitles on 100 percent of the time as wow. i heard a long time ago that it can help kids to learn to read quicker we sometimes even keep our volume of our tv down on cartoons and things so our kids have to read more and it's actually really helped i've noticed a difference my husband has even commented on some of his favorite shows that he's seen several times oh that's what they say there that makes so much more sense so we as a family like it. It was a it was hard to get used to at first, but now it's second nature. Okay. Turning the, turning the volume lower is that's a good read along hack. I like that. That's oh yeah. Good. yeah, 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 yeah. For, if you for turn kids, it, sure. Yeah, yeah, that's a really good one. All right, can we go now? Uh, sure. Yeah, we All can right. go now. We're going to find out what the soup is when we come back in the final stretch of the show. Steve's going to pull something out of Reader's Digest, it seems. Yeah, I see something that you can get for $19.95. Ooh. I'll tell you about Tater Mitts. When we return. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh true. Tater Mitts. When we return, it's Don and Steve on My Talk. Final stretch of the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Woo! I'm cold. Are you cold? I'm a little bit cold right now. But when we turn the heat up in here, it gets very hot very quickly. Yeah. And then what do we both start saying? I'm hot. I'm hot. Too cold. You have a, oh, yeah. You have a denim jacket on, too. I do. With, like, no sleeves underneath. You know what? You're fat burning. Thank you. You're on a new program. Yes. And when you get on one that is decidedly different than what you've been doing, your body gets into, like, when we've done those juice cleanses before. Yeah. It says if you feel cold during the day, the theory is it's because you're like burning so much fat. You would think that would make you hotter. Oh, my God. But they say that you actually are cold. So, like, when you're cold, I guess. Oh, my God. I feel so skinny. Anyway, it's a universal problem, the thermostat. It just is. And generally, women want it warmer. Men want it colder. Yeah. I'm kind of the opposite. My AC is on 68. That's extreme. It is? Yeah. For air conditioning? I think so. I, no, I'm not saying I've never done that before, but I'm saying, like, they tell you to to flip it. Like, A, you, you should stay in the 70s. But they um, tell you if you normally have it at... Oh, the, let me think of this for a second. You're, you're trying to do the winter, summer it's, yeah, thing. Yeah, but it's I the know. flip. So what they're saying is, like, you should have your heat set at 68. Right, which in I the do. winter. It's almost always at 68. Mike, what, what's yours That's, on? We're 70 during the day, 67 at night. Yeah. Wow. We drop it a few degrees. I want to be cold when I'm sleeping. Mm-hmm. I do not want to feel even a little humid, hot. Agreed. I think that you guys would run on the colder side. I'm going to I'm gonna ask right now Okay. on my Facebook page, see if we can get some answers before we go in six minutes. What temperature is your thermostat set at? 
in the you're summer. You're doing this right now on your social media? Yeah, and then oh. it'll get us answers by within minutes. We'll have right. answers. Great. Did you want to tell us about some kind of tomato mitts? <laughs> They're not tomato mitts. Uh, they are tater mitts. They. This is from the Reader's Digest. <laughs> and it is not what I thought it was going to be. They do an annual review in Donna's Old Reader's Digest. This one's from 2007, I think. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize I was getting it that. Yeah, I mean, on the front cover, Barack Obama and John McCain. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, but they have this thing called, but wait, there's even more. Our annual ratings of the gadgets and gizmos sold on TV. Tatermitts sold for nineteen ninety five. The Promise. These bright blue rubber gloves with an abrasive surface are the latest in potato peeling couture. The idea, rub the potato back and forth with the mitts on. With the rough side. And watch the skin of the potato disappear. That's the promise. The reality, messy and didn't get the job done, said a tester. Even after cleaning the mitts, as instructed, I still had to pick little pieces of potato peel off the gloves, said someone else. Unintended consequence, a third tester fell in love all over again with her old potato peeler. It's so much easier. That got a one-star review. Thank and, you. Uh, it was sold for $19.95 15 years ago. Wow. Thanks for sharing. How about the flat cold colander? Colander? Colander. The promise in the competitive world of spaghetti drying, a full-size <laughs> strainer that magically folds flat to store anywhere would seem to hold the edge, right? Well, the reality, not according to our testers, they found this plastic offering too much of a strain compared with an ordinary colander. Colander. It's wobbly, complained one. And another (laughs) thought, I guess it would be good for my yacht if I had one. One star. Huh. Go now and check and see what the average thermostat is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 32 responses already. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Wow, you're so popular. How do you do it? I guess that's what I was trying to get around to. When it's humid, the AC is set to eight, uh, 68 or 69. Mm-hmm. Shannon says 79 during the day, 77 at night. What are you in a sauna? What are you talking about? She must not have. She said still no lottery winning for us, so it doesn't go any lower. Yeah, frankly, Donna, it's a pretty, it's a flex you you refuse to buy perfume, but you will... I spend it all on electricity. 78, 74, 74, 68, 72, 73, 75, I've 71. I've never gone higher than 70 in the summer. 70, 72, 77, 75. 77? Who are these people? Who is this person? Kim said 62 year-round. Wow. Wow. 69, 73, 73, 69, 72, 71, 70, 68, 68, 73, 70. It sounds like about a 66% keep it in the low 70s. Yep. And 33% high 60s. Okay. All right. I'm a 68 girl. Sorry. You want to find out what the soup is? Oh, sure. All right. I'm down for moose soup after. It's always a surprise. Oh, no. It's rocket cheese. It's always a surprise. Oh, no. Silly, 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 silly,
the whole message. Perfect. He won't be able to pin that on either of us. <laughs> There's no proof. Oh, what a journey. Yeah, I chili, people love it. What are you supposed to do, you know? 68 during the day, says Danny. Speaking of chili, she keeps her thermostat at 64. Alan at keeps his at 80 in the winter. Alan. No, I'm at like 68 in the winter, too. I can go down to 66 in the winter. If and you know, wear some sweatpants. Ben is always at sixty-eight. The thing, the problem is, there are different. It feels different in every part of the house. When you're below ground in the basement, which is quote unquote the family room, it's freezing down there. But then you go up, and you're like, wow, it's like humid or warm up here. Yeah, it's hard. Sixty in the summer. Oh my gosh, Alan. Wow. 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 Do you notice your bill go up? Nope. Uh, yeah, maybe a little. I don't notice my bill because it's automatically deducted. That's part of the problem. You know? Um, center point energy, I'm on a plan. Like, I pay the same amount every month. And then it, like, what's the word I'm looking for? Not rectifies itself at the end of the season. You know what I'm saying? Sure. So you pay, let's just say, sixty nine dollars every month. Uh huh. At the end of the at the end of the season, what do you call that? It reconciles. Reconcile. Thank yeah. you. Wreck them. I hardly know them. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, I guess you ever get hit with a big bill? Yeah. That's a pretty big house to be keeping that cold during the summer and. What am I gonna that do? means your your AC must be on like nonstop during these heat waves. I will jack it up when I'm not home. When you're at your other property, you hear how no, relatable I mean, you I'm, sound. I'm at work. I think people can relate to going to work. I crank it up to like seventy, seventy-one. Oh my gosh! Wow, I don't. Un- I, I wonder if you would think it's hot in my house. I probably would. I think it's hot in my uh, brother-in-law's house. He's he's an old cheap bastard. <laughs> so he, you know, he all, it's always hot, and you know, he's just like, close the door, shut that window. Really? He's that guy. He's yelling mm-hmm. all the if the door is open, just for a little bit of time. And I get it. Why I mean, he's he's a, a decade older than me, so I'm starting to get into that where I'm like, guys, during the heat wave, like, look at let's close that door. Yeah, like I won't hot. run the wash the dishwasher in a heat wave. I let that wait. What the heck I don't know. are you and I'll talking only about? Run that at night. There's something about energy. You think you're being efficiency. energy efficient by not washing your dishes once during the day, but keeping your thermostat set at 68. You, my friend, are delusional. Listen, we got to pick and choose our battles, right? I don't care about the dishes. I care about my body temperature. But let's all agree, we don't care about the environment in that case. All of us together. You were making it like it was green. Like, yeah, I'm not going to run my dishwasher. It's a heat wave. I'm doing my part. I don't know. I think it's bad. 
You're at 68. No, that's that's fake environmentalism. I'm leaving. Should I see Barbie? Would I be thinking differently about all of this? Hey, it's Rocco for MNFatLoss.com, the weight loss plan where I lost about uh, 25, 30 pounds in just about two months. I'm keeping it off, too. I just weighed in uh, at about 171. Uh, when I first started MNFatLoss.com back in March, I was at about 197. So we're talking, uh, I'm down 26 pounds and I'm keeping it off. I mean, this I started this in March, it is August, and I'm still down those 26 pounds. You can do it too. You could lose up to a pound of fat a day. Results may vary. But I did it uh, in a way that I loved. I didn't exercise, I didn't count calories, I didn't eat prepackaged meals, there wasn't hypnosis, there wasn't calorie count points counting surgery I ate foods I liked and you could do it too the doctor and his team at mnfatloss.com will teach you the secret of losing up to a pound of fat a day like I did what you're gonna want to do is go to mnfatloss.com